Hey, this is Tina Grace, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Hey everybody, this is Lance. We have a very special show today. Right now, DC Comics is running this round-robin tournament where creators have got to pitch ideas for new books. First it was blind, you just had to go off the name. And as it's gone on, you learned you know, who the creators are, what the plot is and stuff. Well, friend of the show, Cena Grace, you know, our very first guest way back when, is in the final four. Cena was nice enough to sit down, talk about the Green Lantern's pitch and why you should go vote on it i'm really excited there's links on our youtube where to find it i mean just basically just go to dc's twitter or dc universe infinite and there's everything there he's up against tim seeley's robins which looks like a really solid book too but if you're a fan of cena if you're a fan of green lanterns good storytelling everything like that go vote for green lanterns but it was a lot of fun to sit down and see what went into this March Madness, well, I guess May Madness bracket and how the creative process went down. So without further ado, Cena Grace. All right. I'm here with Cena Grace, uh, who is currently in the DC Round Robin Tournament, um, which is something new and exciting and really interesting that DC is doing. Um, well, first off, Cena, thank you for joining us today. It's always always a pleasure. I mean, yeah, thank you for like, thank you for having me. This is a this is this is a, a nice kind of way to stop looking at my phone for twenty minutes. So I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, if it makes you feel any better, I'm doing the same thing. Like, oh, where where's all the voting at? Where did, I can only vote once. Ah, uh, you know, seeing where all the percentages at. Can so, you though? I, you can vote on the DC fan forum, you can do multiple logins from multiple email addresses. Not that I would know oh. from my personal and work email addresses, but uh, that's 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 how I'm like, every vote counts. Like anyway, uh, but yes, no, yeah. Hypothetically, yeah, you can only, you can only vote one place. Well, I have a, <laughs> three I have places a personal and professional, like Twitter and Instagram, I have personal and professional, so. I got, you know, I have I, the Night Nerd voted and Lance voted. Those are separate votes, so that, that works. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's needed. It's, I'm, I, you know, we're in the final four right now, and it's uh, my Green Lantern's pitch is up against Robin's, which is, like, so stressful because, you know, it's Batman. Everyone loves Robin. And also everyone loves Robin. And everyone loves Robin's plural. So, it you know, for me, it's now down to just, I think, which which one is kind of what 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 is each pitch bringing to the table and um it's getting stressful and it's getting it's getting it's getting crazy up in these parts <laughs> yeah so how did this whole process start this this tournament um did somebody like play mortal Kombat a little too much or what how did it come about i, I actually think someone at dc comics likes sports you know i think someone because this is this is based off um like march madness right i don't I, I don't know sports so well. Um, so, you know, when, when they were talking to me about brackets and uh, kind of how it would, it would play, they were like, you know, like uh, March Madness or basketball. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I like basketball and, and whatnot, but I don't, I don't get into the like nitty gritty like this. I don't get in the weeds as it were. Um, so my editor 
Michael McAllister, we worked on Sensational Wonder Woman together. And you know you didn't do a bad job when they think of you for more opportunities. Um, and so he was saying, like, basically, this is a chance for creators who uh, kind of want to tell a story, but it, you know, it's not necessarily in their publishing calendar. Like, what's that story you'd want to tell? Like, if you just came to us and my like my instinct is always I'm like plastic man and he's like don't say plastic man because like we all know you want to do that but we all know you want to like also like draw that and so that's like a whole separate thing and a whole separate fight I have to have down the line where like that's my dream project is to like write and draw a plastic man book so um I just you know we had a conversation about kind of like what's up for grabs like I was like well, where you know like are you telling me like I like is Superman on the table or and so after kind of like you know, talking about what was available and whatnot was like, we, we kind of both were like, Ooh, like I love Kyle Rayner and there hasn't really been a Kyle Rayner book in a while, but like a character that everyone loves that doesn't really get like a lot of attention or like get a lot of like his own page, like his own stories, Kilowog in the Green Lantern core. So it was like, what about a Kyle and Kilowog buddy cop book? Um, so then I started watching like, you know, Bad Boys and Lethal Weapon and wrote a story that had nothing to do with those movies um, and came up with uh, the pitch Green Lanterns Underworld on Fire, which we'll get into. But yeah, so these four editors found four creative teams, four pairs of creative teams, and then had them uh, first start with like, oh, you know, give us a one sentence pitch. And then as you saw from the contest, the first round was 16 titles with one sentence log lines that just you know in a sentence what makes your book the best and the coolest and fans voted blind not knowing who the creators were and then the second round was they revealed the creative teams and showed um some cool artwork so at that point um it was me versus uh, a really really compelling satana pitch um that was written by the soska sisters and had vanessa del rey artwork and that was this whole thing has just been insane because like I you know it's like I also want that Zatanna book and I didn't feel bad because I'm like well there's gonna be a Zatanna movie so like worst comes to worst like in six months they'll be like hey we should get this ready for the Zatanna movie so like you know I don't know anyway this whole thing has been super nuts so that's yeah that's kind of the genesis and 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 I think for DC they also wanted to come up with a fun way to engage the fan community on social media and get them talking about things and, and really sort of just have everyone kind of, you know, distracted in a good way online. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the bracket. I'm, I'm kind of looking, like, I, I know what sports are, but I, <laughs> the, you know, living in Texas, that's blasphemy, but you know, I, yeah. So I was, I was looking at your bracket though. And I have to say you're, you, your side is it's pretty heavy. I mean, your first round, you beat an Eddie Candy story. And then, like you said, second round, you beat uh, a Zatanna story. But the Zatanna story beat an Ambush Bug story. You know, everybody loves Ambush Bug. And then at the bottom, you had a, a Lobo Animal Man story up against a Creeper story. And you had JLQ versus Robbins. Um, and then, of course, Robbins has won out. Um, I do know the JLQ, though, they're they're picking it up as a, a backup or, or something. So that's, 
you know, like you kind of mentioned the Zatanna story, like maybe we can see some of these come to light because there, there were some amazing creative teams. Um, another thing with your side being loaded, seeing all the votes, a lot of yours, actually, I think almost all yours, your competitions, the had more votes than any of the other ones I, I saw, even like the current one on Twitter, the Green Lantern's Robin has like 2,000, 3,000 more votes than the the um, other side, the Suicide Squad and Blue Beetle one. And I think that speaks a lot to both you and, and Tim Seeley. You know, you have a great online presence. Um, anybody who doesn't follow you, get off your butt and follow because you always post really cool stuff. Using <laughs> Lots of pictures of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what internet's for, right? Pictures of, of dogs and cats and stuff. Um, <laughs> with, <laughs> do you think, like, how does, how does it feel to have more votes? And I don't necessarily mean winning votes, just your competitions have more votes. Do you think um, it's because these characters are so loved? Or what yeah. do you think about? Yeah, well, and I will, I will say, I think, because, um, like, I definitely felt that way in the last round, and then um, I think, actually, the crazy, the one that had, like, the most votes in the last bracket was when Suicide Squad went against um, Superman and Lois, I think, because I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, look at, like, all these people voting, and then my editor called me and kind of broke down the the votes, and it was like, oh, but they had, like, I think maybe like 10,000 more votes because that one was really ugly that whole week. That was like, I think they were both just like neck and neck, like the 51, 49, you know, back and forth or 48, 52 for like days. Um, And that was really fun and nerve wracking to watch. But it was also like, I have no, I have no skin in that game. So what do I care? Um, I mean, I care because I like, I like everyone involved. I like Rex Ogle. I like, Jackson Lansing so I mean yeah this is crazy but um yeah I mean it's nuts because like the Green Lantern Corps like these fans ring slingers all the all the fun names that we can kind of like you know call each other is like they are so passionate and they want this so bad they want this as bad as I do but also Robin's fans like you know Stephanie alone like people are just like clamoring for more of her content which is crazy because I'm like you guys they're like three Robin books out right now there's like right there's like Robin Nightwing and like Red another Hood one yeah so I'm like so I get it it's like yeah like you know if you're if you're able to feast like keep on eating but the Green Lantern fans are hungry too so it's just you know it's yeah it, it and Tim Seeley has already done some good stuff in the Robin universe. So I think fans are just, they want to see more. And then, but it's the same thing with Kyle fans where like, I don't think Kyle Rayner has really been able to kind of like own the space of a series in a long time. Like he's been a part of big storylines, but I think the main thing, the reason I was so drawn to him was, you know, he's a cartoonist and He's a creative and so is Effigy, um, the villain of the story. And I just, there's a there there that I think hasn't been explored in a really long time um, with Kyle specifically and especially with Effigy that uh, I felt was like, you know what, this is going to be a story that like is going to really resonate with me, which is the best place to start 
from a creative standpoint. But I think more to that, I think comic book readers are going to love how I, I take this really personal thing for Kyle, then this like gigantic, evil Machiavellian plot, like from effigy side of things. And then throwing Kilowog, who like also has some stuff going on that I don't want to talk about yet. Um, and just like putting all of those ingredients in and kind of like watching, watching sort of shit hit the fan. Um, so, you know, yeah, like I, I think fans want that. I, and I think they, they can see just even from the artwork, like there is a, there is an urgency in the story. Like every, everything I've written for this has been like, and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens. And then this is how they all feel about it. Cause it's a scene of grace book and people are going to have feelings. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're 100% right. People are ready because when you think about Kyle and Kilowog, you know, they're such iconic lanterns. And I, I dug this Green Lantern shirt. We, we talked about it. Um, but it just has Hal Jordan, uh, John Stewart, and Guy Gardner. And it's like, yeah, I mean, to me, Kyle and Kilowog are more iconic than Guy. But I, I, so even as a casual... You need to watch out, by the way. This is going online. And Guy Gardner fans are as tenacious and uh, ready to battle as Guy himself. So watch out. You like I like like I've had to like like I don't I like Guy. I don't mind Guy, but like you got to watch out with Guy Gardner fans because like they're they're ready to brawl. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. You. I, 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 okay. I mean, like Kyle is as iconic as Guy. Yeah. So that, we'll we'll say that. As iconic, you know, uh, but um, what what I'm really excited about is in this story. So obviously, I followed your work. Um, we were talking before we started recording. You know, you were the first guest I ever had back in the Iceman days, and um, you did getting it together, which is available in trade right now. Go order it, buy it. It's it's wonderful. I might have every single and two trades. I don't know, um, <laughs> but uh, and you, your Wonder Woman work. But this is like space, intergalactic, out there stuff. Um, how was how is that approach? You know, because uh, like you said, your stuff is normally very grounded and people story and interaction. Um, how is it different uh, and the same? I guess as to what we're used to from you. I well, that's actually why I've like kind of always like stayed away from Green Lantern because the space stuff doesn't. I don't, I don't know what to do with it half the time. And I can't remember someone gave me just someone gave me some really good advice. And I don't know if, again, it, it's like so muddled because we've just been in such a weird 14, 15 months. And I don't know if it was like something I heard on a podcast or read in an interview or someone just told me. And I don't know if it was like, yeah, I don't know if it was like Josh Williamson or Donnie Cates or somebody or an editor. I think it might've been an editor, an editor friend, but like, I think it's it's exactly what you said, which is like, you just find your angle. And for me, the angle was effigy, like effigy wanting to sort of like rebrand hard. And I don't want to like get into like why he's rebranding hard or why he's just turned into such a fucking like nuclear asshole um, seemingly overnight. 
Uh, and, and there's a reason why I said sort of like underworld on, like it's the underworld because I thought to like, to me, that seemed like, okay, there's a little more freedom there and there are much more human reasons for why like an intergalactic underworld would exist. Um, and then I can keep it back to the motivations that like, I understand as opposed to these like gigantic cosmic things of like the cosmic balance and you know, the various color lanterns and, uh, you know, like thinking about like alien species and how it's like, if I can just focus on why aliens would need to do illegal ass things, I'm good. Um, and so that you, yeah, you just, you always have to bring it back to you. And I think that's like, you know, that's how someone like Brian Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, who was known for a grounded character like Spider-Man was able to kind of then kind of, you know, put his mark on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians, sorry. I, you know, for people who don't know, I, I worked as Robert Kirkman's editor at Skybound. So like, I, I'm always like, Guardians of the Globe? No, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, 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 right. Um, because that was, that's an Invincible uh, offshoot thing. Invincible, now on Amazon Prime. Seasons two and three, greenlit. Watch them all today. Uh, still a company man. <laughs> 10 years out of that company and I'm still like invincible today um but yeah I just I I, I focus on I, I tried to focus on the things I cared about which again is why I'm not scared to write a Kyle Rayner story because I I see something in him that I relate to and then on top of that like my era of coming into sort of DC comics and the angle I loved was like the Grant Morrison, Howard Porter justice league. And Kyle was such a big part of that. Um, and was so cool. Um, so, you know, like he was my green lantern anyway, although like I do have a soft spot for Hal, um, but Hal as parallax, which is, I think maybe blasphemy, but I don't care. Um, having a, that's all that matters. Right. I love Guy Gardner. God damn. No, I like Guy Gardner. No, he's cool. I, I don't, I, you know, and actually I just read, there was something I can't, was it Green Lantern Corps that I read that he was, that I really liked uh, how he was written. I, I think so. I think it was the, anyway, don't worry about it, but no. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, like you, you just find your angle. And I think that's, what's great about the Green Lantern cast is like after doing Simon Baz and, kind of reading the Green Lantern series with him and Jessica, like, it's like, oh, there's a lantern for every hero that you want to write. They're, they're all different kinds of heroes and their willpower comes from incredibly different places. And I think with Kyle, it's, it's both his imagination and his desire to, to prove that he's worthy. Cause like, I think he's the most circumstantial lantern of history um where he's kind of always been like oh i've got to kind of like like was i just there or like am i the bomb and i you know and i i think now he knows he's the bomb but it's the same thing with me it's like i've been doing comics forever and it's still like am i good at what i do or is it circumstance or am i the bomb you know um so you'll see <laughs> well, <laughs> i know what I think you're amazing and awesome. Um, and if, for people wondering, that Simon Bass story was in the Green Lantern uh, 80th anniversary uh, yeah. collection, which is available at your local comic shop. Go pick it up. Uh, it, it's a real fun story. And everything that whole book is a lot of fun. 
one one last thing you kind of hit on it with Kyle earlier um you know I'm I'm same way I I think Kyle really needs to breathe because when you when I think of Kyle Rayner I think of uh women in fridges I think of White Lantern and like you said those big epic Grant Morrison Justice League stories um you know and so Kyle like you said he's in part of these big events and stuff but we don't get to see you know, Kyle going to the grocery store or what's going on in Kyle's mind. So that conflict that you're, you're talking about, I'm really excited to to see that. And whatever surprise you have in store for Kilowog, um, you know, that's always exciting. So Lisa, where can the fans go, the people watching and listening right now? Uh, where all can they go to support? Yeah, so... Every vote counts. I think we are literally neck and neck right now with Robbins on Twitter. I it's uh, you, we can't see the other place uh, where fans can vote, which is the DC Universe Infinite forum. Um, but like, if you look at my Twitter, I have all the links everywhere. I think even on like it's it, it's fair and same with like just DC Comics's Twitter. They they have like a a bit.ly link that that sort of guides you to the to the two places the instagram uh portion closed um but for the next round uh, if and also like everyone involved is amazing so even if i don't make it people should be checking it out because on the other side of this thing it's uh josh trujillo's blue beetle going against rex ogle's suicide squad seven and they both bring some really dope things to the table. Like Josh's Blue Beetle, the art is just so dynamic. And, and I think Josh has like got a story to tell with that character. And then I think Rex is just like, he just wants to let loose on, on Suicide Squad 7. And, and they both, we all have sample pages up that are lettered. So you get a, a sense of what the book is about. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for this, for the remaining days of this round, I think it's till Wednesday. Uh, Twitter and DC Universe Infinite, um, and and they'll be pretty. DC's social media will make it pretty easy for you to find it. Um, and then for the next round, there's also an Instagram Stories component that's only 24 hours. So that's the real crazy part. Um, but yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I thought I was real witty. Yeah, everybody thinks they're witty, but I I made the comment about how it's already biased, like we're rooting for a, instead of a round Robin, a down Robin. We want, we want Robin to go down. And, but, but it's the other, but it, it works both ways. Cause yeah, this whole time I've been typing Robin, 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 Robin. And I'm like, Ugh. it's almost like embedded that Robin should win, but it's like, Oh, but the winner gets a green light. So, ah, there you go. So it's, it's complicated. It's messy. No matter how you uh, pun it up. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Tina, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, Again, go out and vote. You have a couple more days. Let's let's go Team Lanterns, Ringslingers. Let's do it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and letting me just uh, chat about this and get super passionate. So thank you. <laughs>